0: Hi. Hello, everybody. We are here at West Palm Beach night two in the pit waiting for the encore.
1: Yeah, it's Trisha and Sean, and it's hot. It's been a great set. Super fun. Can't wait to tell you all about it. We've got a lot to chat
0: about in our upcoming episode.
1: And this is the pod that Jay likes.
2: This is a DMB Society podcast. I got a sister
3: named
2: Jane. And this is the pod that Jane likes. And now, here are your hosts, Jeanette, Trisha, Matt, and Sean. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod that Jane likes. We are back. From vacations. We are back from West Palm Beach. This is Matt, along with my co-hosts, Jeanette, Trisha, and Sean. What's up, everybody? How's everybody hi, doing?
4: Hi. hi there.
2: Hey. So we are back. We uh we took a little time last week to dedicate to ourselves, to West Palm Beach, and to our contest big shout out to our winner kathleen on our, on our social media contest she took home a selection of great prizes <laughs> and we hope to do that again it was a lot of fun i hope that you all had some fun right off the top here anybody have anything that they want to talk about was anybody uh, at any shows last week
1: i have nothing to say <laughs> Nothing to say.
2: (laughs) Nothing to say at all. All right. And that's it. Thanks so much for
1: listening. (laughs) No, I can't wait to talk about West Palm Beach.
2: Awesome. Well, let's dive into it right now with the open. Let's do West Palm. Woo! So West Palm Beach, the pod was there. We continued our streak like... Ooh, of we sure shows. Did. We continued our streak with shows with multiple pod members there. Trisha and Sean were there at West Palm Beach this past weekend. And, you know, kind of a, a really what looked like from an outsider's perspective, a hot weekend, both <laughs> temperature wise and, and what was going on on the stage. Yeah. Trisha, what did you think about the shows?
1: What did I think about the shows? Well, West Palm Beach, I just first, I really can't believe I wasn't going to so go.
2: You were always going to go. You were always going to go. Maybe, yeah, but get, get real.
1: <laughs> I'll never miss it again. Hot take. I think West Palm Beach is where it's at. So I think we've all been to West Palm Beach though, right? This is only my second time. Now we have, yeah. Now now we have yeah. yeah. But the now two of you can. have a couple of times. Yep. So mm-hmm. yep. it was great. I was on the, we were on the lawn. Night one. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that experience. Well, we tried all day to get off the lawn. (laughs) Saturday night pit ticket, West Palm Beach. I of tour, probably the hardest to get. Maybe next to SPAC. I mean, unless you wanted to pay $800, you weren't getting off the lawn. But our friends, Adam and Alex, were like the West Palm Beach lawn is amazing. So
3: they They weren't wrong.
1: They were not wrong. Here's why. The lawn, the grass is pillowy, thick. Soft. <laughs> <laughs> the venue, you could just see just sunsets and palm trees, good slopeability. Like the slope is not steep, it's like wide. So it was just like.
2: We need very... to have a Trish DMB 23 <laughs> slopeability, like, yeah. you know, you... like DMB society style, like,
1: <laughs> yep, rating the lawns. Of
2: every venue, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> of every lawn. Well, mm-hmm. every good.
1: Lawn. Good great slope ability. Slope. Was <laughs> I mean, I danced my face off. I got a lot of messages throughout saying, ooh, this set's kind of sleepy. But I was not feeling that. I was loving life. So I'm sure well, that's Sean has awesome. a couple. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I also feel I, I have been on that lawn as well. And I feel like it's the only place you can catch a breeze in that venue. So yes. it, it is nice for temperature wise.
1: You are so right. The lawn I, there is
0: super unique in the sense that uh, there's really no obstructed views of the yes. stage from the lawn, and the more lawns that you're in, I think a lot of venues, in one way or another, have obstructions, whether it's trees or whether it's the structure of the venue itself. And West Palm doesn't have that. Anywhere you are in the lawn is is pretty much a completely unobstructed view to the stage. Really wide open viewing angles. It's a really nice lawn. Trisha kind of alluded to this. I had a great time. The whole crew of people we were with seemed to have had a great time. I would do that again.
1: What'd you think of the set, Sean?
0: Uh, night one was, it was pretty mellow. I thought after we we kind of talked about this, uh, like debriefing the next day, but it was a super heavy Jeff Coffin set, like lots of Jeff Coffin clarinet songs. It just felt like it was all about Jeff night one. I loved the start to the show. I thought both nights actually had really fun opening tracks and I thought when the world ends is is just kind of a great way to get the fun. night rolling. And and then it went right into Jane and I thought Jane was one of we the performances so of the whole, yeah During I thought it was Jane. one of the better performances of the whole night. It so it was a great was. start to the show.
1: And the ending to the show.
0: The ending that to the show, epic. yeah. So I might have some hot takes on that. The the ending of the show I think is at a minimum in the running for the best encore of 2022 so far. I don't know if I could go as far as saying it's the best, but it's on like a very, very short list, uh, in my opinion, of best encores
2: of
4: 2022. That's a hot take. Hot take.
2: (laughs) And to review this encore, for anybody who didn't pay any attention to what was going on, was Pay for What You Get and Two-Step.
0: Yeah, so the four of us were obviously at SPAC for the uh, Pay for What You Get return. And I think that was really different, mainly for the fact that, nobody knew it was coming. It was an out of nowhere. Nobody expected pay for what you get. It's been played a couple times since then, but the pay for what you get two-step combo, ah, it's really, really strong.
1: Yeah. It was so fun. And then night two.
2: Hold on before we go on <laughs> night two. I have a bone to pick with Trisha. Oh, geez. We haven't talked about this. I I shared in Uh our text message. We had a laugh, but we haven't talked about it face to face. So Uh I'm hanging out. I'm doing some, you know, set list watching all that kind of stuff. And uh, I go and look at instagram stories and i see a an instagram story from trisha that i screenshotted it i'm looking at it right now and it says it's a picture it's actually a video of two-step and it says the last time i ripped up a two-step on the lawn was early 2000s boy what a time that was (laughs) and i I felt completely
3: abandoned
2: because (laughs) we ripped up the guilford lawn to two-step only a month ago (laughs) Uh, How you, soon wait. we forget about <laughs> the Guilford lawn, as if Guilford never. I mean, we don't want to tell anybody about Guilford. I know we've been talking about this. Nobody, don't nobody tell anybody about Guilford. Terrible. Don't tell. Anyways, but we were together on the Guilford lawn night two and two step. Maybe Trisha didn't rip it up. Maybe she was just kind of like. Okay, it my question. A bit, was I it actually
1: up. with you, or was I in the? Oh, panel? you
2: were with. We were I rem- together. I remember. Yeah, of course you remember.
1: I have no words. (laughs) Except that. Maybe the edible kicked in. Of course. Maybe of I course. drank a mason of jar of vodka on that lawn. Okay. Maybe I had to be a little drunk on the lawn to survive. Okay. And here
0: I <laughs> thought you were about to just reference the slopeability again, but no,
1: we <laughs> went right to
0: edibles. <laughs> but it also was the
1: slopeability, of course. That's why. Well, here's my public apology, Matt, for all the listeners to hear.
2: <laughs> no harm, no foul. <laughs> All right, continue night two. Oh gosh, so the next day again on paper what looked like a much better set list, but I'll let you guys talk about it.
1: Well, we were right in front of Dave, maybe four to six rows back. Wow, yeah, I'm just gonna pause and remember that (laughs) (laughs) we were just so close, and yeah, I don't, I, I had so much fun, uh, and what they open with, Granny. They open with Granny. Opener. Best
0: of What's Around was like the penciled in song. I think by now a lot of people have seen the story kind of circulate about why the band made a last minute change. And if you haven't seen the story, it uh, has to do with uh, unfortunately a, a cancer patient that ended up getting Dave's attention and really wanted to hear Granny. And this was something that was kind of planned out. And then they decided because she was at the show night two that they were going to uh, switch up the opener. So the original set. Does have best of what's around. It was cut and it was replaced by Granny. Yeah. I mean, two great songs, regardless of which one you would have yeah. got there as the opener, but we got Granny and it was great.
1: Oh, we got Pig that wasn't an opener. Mm.
0: Yeah. First time Pig hasn't been an opener. First time it was played this year as not an opener.
1: Yeah. It was good. It was just a good time. I don't know. It was the whole experience. All our, like, there was a bunch of people we knew in the pit. It was just fun and good vibes and hot. So when they ended it with just one encore, it was like, fine.
3: <laughs> I didn't
1: mind. But that's, I mean, there's one big thing we're not talking about, and that was Cry Freedom.
2: The Cry Freedom Liberation. Six years, six whole years, and really hard to believe. I think we we all sort of shared this same feeling, you know, cry freedom being what it is in the political climate that we've been in, you know, that this country has been in and how outspoken Dave has been about that. And for cry freedom to, you know, be on, I mean, I there were many times that I was, I was very surprised that we didn't hear it. I think we did hear, we heard it one time during the serious at home request things i believe Absolutely. i think there Fun was one fact
1: that was my request no, there, it didn't get right. chosen but it is the video i sent in Okay, it was cry freedom mm-hmm. for sure
2: so that's the only time we've seen the song until now and you know in my opinion uh, i haven't done a critical listen yet i've seen i've watched some videos but cry freedom i think is a, a song that lends itself to this iteration of the band i think that you know you don't you don't necessarily lose anything from you know the way it was originally intended mm-hmm. and i i was so happy to see it because it is one of my mm-hmm. crashes is, is my favorite album so you know to see that come back into the rotation i just love that song i love what jeff adds to that song yeah so it was great would you guys say that that was your your favorite moment from the weekend uh yeah definitely my favorite
0: moment from the weekend not not a song that was kind of in my mind as a possibility it Don't was you love hot it when
2: that happens. I love. I just love it. Yeah. When that happens. Oh my god, that song.
0: And we we talked about this a couple episodes back when we when we broke down what we really want in a set list, and you know you you definitely search for those moments when you're at a show and and you just get totally wowed. Something comes out of left field, and you you just really weren't expecting it. And that's what Cry Freedom was. Matt mentioned how long it's been since Cry Freedom was played. I I, I do have a fun fact on that. So. This year so far, there's been 13 liberations and the Almanac defines a liberation as any song that hasn't been played in at least a thousand days. So 13 songs this year have been played that have not previously been played in over a thousand days. Break Fort was the big one with over 4,000 days since it was Mm. last played. But Cry Freedom, interestingly enough, is the most significant liberation to ever take place at West Palm Beach. And, And it's a venue that The band started playing back in 96, and then they started multi-night stands in 2002. And since 2002, every stop they've had, there was a multi-night stand. So a lot of shows have been played in West Palm Beach over 2,000 days since the last full band version of Cry Freedom. You have to go all the way back to 2016 when it was played at the Gorge. Ironically, it was played once and then kind of put back on the shelf and, and then just totally disappeared until... West Palm Beach, night two, just a few days ago.
2: And so this is actually the first, in terms of you saying that, this is the first post Boyd Cry Freedom, right?
0: Yeah, it is. Wow. Yes.
2: Yeah, great oh, yeah. point.
0: It was noticeable, but I don't know. And maybe it was just because of the being in the moment where I was so wowed that it was happening. I yeah. don't know that the lack of Boyd was a distraction, whereas it's definitely noticeable in songs, some songs that get played more regularly. I, I have to go back and, and listen to it, you know, a bunch more times. But you're right. Yeah. First post Boyd, Cry Freedom.
1: It was incredible just to have it just to feel it that is a song i put on my what would you play serious xm playlist like cry freedom is like that's right I'll feel this way just to i was just in such shock and then of course i was like i can't believe he's singing this specifically for me <laughs>
2: right. it it's funny me. how that happens yeah. he ignored he ignored your or maybe he saw your video right. and then he saw you in the pit and he right. was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh there's that girl who <laughs> requested that girl, cry freedom you know i could actually see her tearing up the lawn to two steps the first time since (laughs) the early 2000s from my perch here last night so she's made the truck all the way down here and now i'm going to play it
1: (laughs) that's exactly what i was thinking
2: yeah i know i know it's a gift i can just i can just tell what you're doing. (laughs) yeah cry freedom's great i think it's uh i think it's quintessential dave matthews songwriting you know song construction the imagery is very early, Dave, you know, the, the there's so much good stuff in there that, you know, makes it such a, a classic. But speaking of which, you know, Cry Freedom has been on the shelf for six years. And we've talked in the past about, you know, what makes a good set list and all, all of these other, you know, these other things that we've touched on. And we want to talk a little bit more or go a little bit more in depth about that today with our jam segment. And we want to kind of take the opposite route and talk about which songs we think could use a rest, could use some time on the shelf so that other songs like Cry Freedom can come back and and be in the rotation. And that's what we're going to talk about. So let's uh, let's jam it out. so jam segment, we wanna talk about songs that each of us thinks, and we've done a little bit of research, we've thought about it, we've gone and looked at set lists, looked at trends, all that other stuff, and we are gonna talk about what songs we think need some time on the shelf. So, Sean, let's start with you. What is your pick for song that, you know, we can do without for a little while?
3: Yeah,
0: so interestingly enough, my pick comes from uh, at least what I believe is the crown jewel of DMB studio albums. And I'm referring to. You must be talking about streets. come tomorrow.
2: Oh, okay. It's a t- it could
0: it yeah. It's always tough between come it's tomorrow really and cool. these crowded streets. It just <laughs> oh really God. depends on the day of the
2: week. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So my, my pick comes from from that classic album, which I guess is ironic for a segment like this. And uh, when you consider, you know, my thoughts on that album. But uh, my pick is Don't Drink the Water. I, I'll say, you know, first off, I, I think Don't Drink the Water is a great song. I think it's it's been a staple live since 1998. It's a song that's been played over 900 times. It's an absolute powerhouse live. So much so, though, in recent years, that I'm making it my pick as, as a song that I think could use a little bit of a breather just to kind of take a seat on the bench for a little while. I, I think my issue with the current form of don't drink the water boils down to how loud it is. Mm. It's when you see don't drink the water live with the iteration that the band has right now, it's, it's like a wall of sound. It's, Mm. it's, it's almost hard to kind of distinguish what's happening. And it's a bummer for, I mean, I, I think it's a classic DMB song. I think it's, you know, most people would have it really well regarded and, and probably high on a lot of people's lists of favorite dmb songs so it kind of pains me to say that because you know i'm picking a song that i think is great and i enjoy hearing but the way that things are right now the setup of the band and the way that the band's band sounds in 2022 that's my pick i i would love to see don't drink the water just kind of take a breather for a little bit and then come back to us with you know a, a refreshed new fresh vibe
2: What's well, an interesting take, Sean? I uh, I have some. Annette and I, like I a, are I face right, right now. I'm there's gonna, a lot I'm gonna, of faces. For, I'm, gonna you know, join, I'm gonna of faces going to join. I'm going to join what I think is Team Sean on this, and then we'll hear from the ladies. Ugh. But. Uh, my knee jerk reaction is I completely agree with you. And there's two things that I want to talk about. Number one, not only is it a wall of sound, it is also a race. It is a race to the finish. If you listen to the original original studio version of don't drink the water, it's, it's got this, and now it's like, you know, like it's all, it's all crazy. And. Wouldn't it be interesting if it did go away for a while and came back as the old iteration of the song? How interesting would that be? And the other thing that I wanted to say is this is a song I very much, especially with the current iteration, prefer Dave and Tim. I think Dave and Tim do an Absolutely. awesome job. Dave kind of fiddled with the the riff intro during the pandemic when he was playing all of those shows. There was a, a slightly different uh, Dave solo slash Dave and Tim Riff for the intro that I really enjoy, and yeah, I'm on Team Sean. So
0: we we got a uh, a "Don't Drink the Water" acoustic Dave and Tim one at CMAC, and it and it's just so it was so glaring to me in that moment of how much I prefer that version. And the last thing I'll say is Matt, to your point, and and I agree with it. If you go back and not only listen to the studio album, the studio version of "Don't Drink the Water," but some of those late '90s, early 2000s live performances also have that much slower pace if for a lot of reasons. That, that's just kind of the vibe that I prefer with that song.
4: I just can't disagree. And I just I disagree with almost everything. Both of you had just said, and except, that's why we, that's why this is great. This is great. I know, yeah, that's, except that's the point of maybe this. Matt's point to about the speed, right? Like, yes, you're right. It used to be the don't don't shh, the, and now it is a little bit faster. And you, I'll, I'll give you that a little bit. <laughs> However, This song is such a classic Dave Matthews band song. I will I have never gotten sick of it ever in all of my years. I don't understand where this opinion is coming from. This song rocks so hard. I actually like how loud how a wall of sound it is. Like, I love how it's evolved. I cannot disagree with you guys more.
0: Yeah. And and I think it's a fair take. I mean, we're we're talking about the the whole idea with this segment was picking songs that we think are great songs and, and maybe we would just like to see a different version of the song. So there's no question in my mind that it's a great song. It's a quintessential DMB song. There's a lot to Don't Drink the Water from the meaning to it, to the album that it was featured on, to the time period in the band's history that it came out. There's a lot that surrounds the song. There's a lot that I love about the song. So I, I don't disagree with you, Jeanette, but I I think it needs a breather.
4: Well, I disagree with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I, um, I do agree, though. I, I love it acoustic. I love I love this song. I never get sick of it. I d- never want to see it go away. I just think it's such a classic Dave Matthews band song.
2: Tricia, what do you think about Sean and my take that Don't Drink the Water? should spend a little time on the shelf because it's too loud it's too fast
1: Uh uh-huh uh-huh i think dave wants to to remind us periodically that we were colonized okay thank you okay sometimes Mm -hmm. a white crowd needs to know it came from colonizers Mm -hmm. just saying Mm -hmm. that's my hot take sometimes you just have to
0: hear the songs Has there ever been a segment in this show where there have been more facial reactions than (laughs) what the four of us have displayed in the last three or four minutes? Wait
1: till I give. I I wish you could
4: just see me and Trisha's heads shaking like they were going to (laughs) fall off of our bodies. We were so angry.
1: (laughs) I think it's a necessary song to hear occasionally. I agree. But I I agree
0: with that part, too. Yeah, no, I I don't want it to disappear, but by no means.
4: I do. I like the. I like your take on maybe going away for a year or so and coming back and being more like the original. I think that's fair.
2: All right. So Jeanette, do you want to give us your pick? Okay.
4: Oh. I'm ready. Mine is so controversial, guys. Uh Oh. I am so tired of Jimmy thing. Oh, I I know it's such a cl- and again classic Dave Matthews Band song, quintessential Dave Matthews Band song, crowd pleaser. But for me, let me just give you some statistics here. Okay, <laughs> for me, I have been to 257 shows as of this when this podcast airs. When this podcast is dropped, I will have been to 257 shows. I have heard Jimmy thing. It is the second most song I've heard 108 times. Wow. I, yeah, I just feel like, and listen, there's been plenty of iterations. I've heard it with the original ending. I've heard it with the, for what it's worth ending. I've heard it with the sexy motherfucker ending. I've heard it with 8,000 different covers at the end. And now I've heard it with this new ending, which I don't really need it. It can just take a break. That's all I'm saying. I have heard it almost half of the shows I've been to. (laughs) I feel like it's long. I can I can totally go to the bathroom and come back and like get a sandwich. You know, I can
2: get a sandwich, you know. It's I a sandwich can, song. It's a yeah, sandwich song.
4: I can I can do run errands, I can do a ton of things <laughs> before it's over. Let's so like, continue to
2: list the things that Jeanette can do when yeah. Jimmy thing comes on because she started yeah. 108 times
4: yeah give me some ideas of things i can do
2: i can prepay for my but, parking yeah
4: just, like <laughs> what, pack what up type of car. sandwich
2: best aligns with jimmy thing <laughs> if um, you had to make a sandwich called jimmy thing what would it be go
4: Um i don't know maybe some turkey and fresh mozzarella <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that works
3: but I don't I've know. Never thought about it.
4: No, i've never thought about this maybe some red roasted peppers and some balsamic glaze i, I know i'm gonna get so much hate for this and that's okay that's okay guys Cause I just, I know y'all enjoy it. And, and I think that's great, but I got things to do when that's on.
2: <laughs> well, I, I think it's funny because, uh, I, I agree with you actually. I think it, uh, that's a song that I didn't pick, but I feel like could, could use some time off. And I, I have also heard, you know, people who I've gone to shows with, especially two night stands, you know, if Jimmy gets played night one, people are like, all right, it's out of the way. Let's yep. go like mm. night two. We'll, we'll be able to avoid Jimmy. And I think mm-hmm. that that's ideal. And I think that Dave has always has always said he really loves the song and he's never going to stop playing I it. Know. Good. I think that, you know, he's heard that from other people like, why do you play Jimmy thing? So, you yeah. Know.
1: Did you ever light up a joint in the beginning of Jimmy thing? Oh, 100 percent. And yeah, uh, by the end of the song, I'm just you're like, for a sandwich. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> this
1: <is> a- Whoa.
2: <laughs> and Jeanette's back. Jeanette That's has right. returned. Yeah. By and I'm time, like, by the end of the song, she's like, sandwiches yeah. for everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just snacks. think it's fun, but you're, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I actually like the ending now because it's shorter. It seems shorter, which I think is, it does. Well, it, it, this it, is true. This
0: is It's true. shorter because there's not two different cover songs. Yes. At the end yeah.
4: of it. it has gone into in so many different directions. I mean, it went from the original sexy motherfucker to when after Prince passed away to Prince's version of sexy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then it went into, mm-hmm. I then remember the mashup. Yes. I I mean, I was like, is Dave DJ AM now? Like, what is (laughs) happening?
2: (laughs) One of my favorite bands of all time is Huey Lewis and the News. And when they started to play I Want a New Drug last year, I lost my mind. Okay,
4: that was that's okay.
2: (laughs) But Huey aside, I agree with you.
4: Yeah, that's probably a good question. What what is everybody's favorite Jimmy thing outro? Like what would you if you had to listen to Jimmy thing?
2: I think for what it's worth, I, I always liked Yeah, same. I always liked that. Like central yeah, it's Park It's definitely style, the most iconic. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I like when Dave is saying sexy mother dog. <laughs> yeah. So that nice. I, I think
2: that with this whole sexy MF thing, I this might get us our first parental advisory oh, situation. This <laughs> podcast might as, yeah. as we've made it. Sorry. Yeah. This I'm gonna have to really record a hard. new intro to say please take care when listening because
3: (laughs)
1: oops oopsie what did you think Sean you like Jimmy thing
0: I'm on Jeanette's side here I, Um, I think it's I think it's gotten a little bit better in 2022 versus the way that it's been I think the biggest gripe that I had with Jimmy thing for a while is that those cover songs at the end of it just got old like they they were fun maybe the first time or two and they were so outrageously predictable for a while. And then you knew that when you got Jimmy Thing, you were getting all of Jimmy Thing, and then you were gonna get a few minutes of a cover song. And it just seemed to really drag on. Um, and it, it was just unnecessary. If, if it was something where they were gonna mix up those cover outros, then I, you know, I think there's a, a wow factor to that because you don't know what you're gonna get. So I'm, I'm glad that those covers are gone, but it's not my favorite song in its current status.
4: I will say this though: if I'm at a show and they play Jimmy thing, you will probably catch me dancing. I just with a sandwich, with a
2: sandwich, I might have a
4: snack. (laughs) But when I'm in the moment, it's fine. But Mm
3: -hmm.
4: like on paper, I'm like, okay, it's it is almost like every other show, every third show that I get it. So you know, I just I needed to take a little break. Fair, fair, fair. No, that's my pick.
2: All right. I'm, I'm going to go next. To I'm going to yeah. go next. We're going to save one take Trish for last because yes. <laughs> uh, I'm so interested to hear what she has to say. <laughs> so too. here comes my pick from one of my favorite albums. And and part of the reason that I picked this, I'm, I'm using some reasoning within that same album. It, so my pick is Funny the Way It Is. And mm. the reason for that is... There's a couple reasons, but number one is every time they start to play funny the way it is, and they go into kind of this like cool little jam. I'm like, oh, what is this? Is this going to be something like super (laughs) rare? Is this going to be like, is is this this blue water? Is this like, what's going
4: on?
2: (laughs) Yeah, every time. And
4: then all of a sudden
2: it's. And I'm like, oh, and someone's
0: house is burning again. Yeah.
2: Someone else is eaten out, you know, like whatever. <laughs> so that is my that's my pick overall. And, and the other part that because I, I think it needs to to take a little break is because of other songs that I love on Big Whiskey. And I prefer Big Whiskey as a whole album, pretty much every song. I, I really love that album front to back. And a lot of the songs I, I just don't enjoy live for whatever reason. But there's songs on there that that we haven't heard in a long time, like Baby Blue, even songs like Spaceman have taken a little bit of a break and I would love to see come back.
4: Alligator Pie.
2: Uh, Alligator Pie. Yeah, that's another one. Those songs I would love to see come back. And I, I just think that, you know, Funny the Way It Is is one of those songs that I've referred to before that I think fits into a nice, tidy little box and it's just delivered to. So it's like they just have to check it off the set. You know, here we just played Funny the Way It Is. It was four and a half minutes. And. You know mountains and oceans and winters and rivers and stars and here you go and <laughs> so that's my pet.
1: Yeah, I, I like the message. <laughs> I like the message.
4: You know, I mean, yeah, right the message. Wrong. Yeah, the message is great, but it's just.
2: But go listen again, to Alanis Morissette's ironic, and you'll get the same.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on team that with this one too. Looking back through set lists, I I was doing that today, and when that album came out, it even before the album came out when when you know they were playing. You know that that spring tour. I think the album came out in June ninth. I want to say they had a spring tour before that, leading up to it, and it was played at every single show that mm. tour. And then it trickled right into the summer. Every single show. It's one of those songs that just like oh we have to play it every show now, even two night stands. You know I don't I don't know why that's necessary. You know I mean it's a fine song, but like it can it can take a break.
2: One of the other interesting things that I had forgot about, and this is part of my research today as I was looking at stats and everything. This was released as a single, and there's a Mm -hmm. very bizarre video for it. It's so weird. It's just Dave. He's sitting in a chair and being like different outfits are being put Mm -hmm. on him. And like at one point, he's like singing. And behind him is like classic like Carter cam footage of like a live show. It's so weird. And I don't know if like they think like, oh, people want to hear this because they hear it at CVS when they're shopping (laughs) for aspirin. You know, like I just, it is not a CBS
1: aspirin song. Sure it is. Sure it oh, is. Sure it, is. God.
2: it definitely is.
1: Standing um. on a bridge. No. <laughs> what
4: about you, Sean? How do you feel about funny?
2: I
0: so I, I agree. I'm totally fine with seeing funny go away for a little while. The only caveat I'll throw in there is at least it's not a long song. You know, Don't Drink the Water and Jimmy Thing, they're much longer songs, especially Jimmy.
4: You can't get a sandwich during funny. You can't get a sandwich (laughs) as much as I would
0: like to. You can't get a sandwich. You don't have time. No. Um, Yeah. I, you know, funny. I think it's a really good point that there's a number of songs on that album that I'd much rather hear. I absolutely agree with the notion that it's, it's become a song that just kind of checks a box and, you know, the band can kind of say, Hey, we, we did that thing. You know, this song, it's funny the way it is. So we just played it for you the only difference is, is that little caveat I mentioned. It's, it's not super long. So I think it's a little bit more palatable because, Mm. you know, five minutes go by and then we're on to, you know, something that I can get excited about.
2: I will say, I'm glad that you and I have the same experience where like, Oh my gosh, is this like, it's going to be something Mm. amazing. And then you know, yeah, go, I think that's that's one of the things like there's been many times where I've been like, this show's about to take off. They're going to play something crazy. And then it's like, mur, yeah. mur, 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 mur. Yeah, I've it's, been fooled so
4: many times. It's by borderline
0: this. embarrassing
4: yeah.
2: that yeah. I yes.
4: continue
0: yeah. to get <laughs>
4: Like, what is, what is this <laughs> yeah, considering just, like, the, the fact that we did, I didn't know that. I like, know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when
2: everyone pulls out their their diplomas from DMB University, it's like, well, it's this guitar and it looks like, <laughs> this. <could> be, uh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> all right trisha what is your pick for song that should be shelved
1: okay you ready for this
2: i'm ready so me.
1: i could say you and me but that feels obvious so mm. i'm not gonna say it mm. but i could yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
4: yeah that's, that's is, the, no, I'm but say, before you hold
2: on before you go okay is you, is you and me a cvs aspirin song
1: yes yes 100 <laughs> absolutely right, yeah.
2: hashtag Agreed.
1: cvs aspirin <laughs> <laughs> Take your
2: We're have seats different, and get out different of here. categories <laughs> yeah cvs aspirin songs sandwich songs yeah. they're gonna all fall into <laughs> yeah. awesome categories
1: so my research just was like all right what let me just look at the all of my songs that i've heard you know in the hub app and i went down and down and down and i just want to hear all of the songs like it was very hard so my uh pick is any led zeppelin cover
4: Oh no! Wow!
2: (laughs) Wow! Put it on the shelf. Very specific. Yes, that is
1: full in the rain. No,
2: on the shelf.
4: It
1: hasn't even been played enough times. (laughs) Enough for me. (laughs) It's only been played in one. Talk about controversy!
2: My (laughs) goodness, what a pick! Talking, so you're talking Fool in the Rain, you're talking the stairway interpolation at the end of Watchtower? Yes. Uh, yeah, am I, I missing like Am that. I missing anything?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, I just heard him singing <laughs> that part, and yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I kind of like that. Okay, so maybe I just didn't want to say Fool in the Rain because I didn't want to get <laughs> cut, but that's actually what I meant. <laughs> I mean, how many
4: times has the band even played Fool in the Rain at this point? Five?
1: I <laughs> opened Camden. That was a downer. Mm. <laughs> what? I just I know my sister's gonna kill me too for saying this, but it's also too long. Like I just don't want him to get used to it and keep playing it before you know it. You're hearing it 108 times. How okay? can you put Fool in the Rain, make say that it's long
4: next to a song like Jimmy Thing?
1: Because Jimmy Thing's short this year.
4: No, it is not.
2: <laughs> I'm renaming her from one take Trisha to hot take Trisha because yeah. this is she is this stirring is. the pot up. This is controversy. Well, what do you think,
0: guys? Finest. So, it, in case people are wondering, uh, Trisha's pick "Full in the Rain" has been played <laughs> five times.
4: Exactly five times. She wants to shelf a song that's been played five times. I stand one, by my one decision. tour.
1: <laughs> I stand by
2: it. I love this pick. This is, this is great. This is why we did this. Is why we did it. <laughs> This is why we do it, you
1: know. I can't. To... Well, you know, I'm looking at my most heard songs. I would never shelf "Gray Street" or "Don't Drink the Water" or "Answer 41" or "Where." These are not. No, shelf- that's like, fair. There's not a lot of shelfable songs.
4: Yeah, "Gray Street" is actually the song I've heard the most. I've heard "Gray Street" 114 times, and I would never shelf it. So I, so uh, that's fair. I get it. Like some of the have... songs that you've heard the most are not songs you st- you will hear that you would want to hear them at every show. There's just ones it's, that you do want to hear at every show, right?
1: I mean, I would say I was going to p- pick Grace is Gone because every time it comes on, I'm like, ah, oh, but I every single time I'm like, oh, God, this is such a good song. <laughs> like by the end, you know? Right. So, right yeah. Oh, maybe. I'm
2: a What's fool. funny, is like a song like Grace Street. I would have said for it to take a break before the third verse came back because mm, maybe, you know, I, yeah, that was another one of those songs. Again, nice, nice and neat. Like we can just breeze right through it. We're just going to hand it to you in a. You know, in a little boss with the you know, I, I think that the third verse says breathe new life. I'm always so excited to hear it now. So
0: mm-hmm. and I hope it never goes away that people lose their minds and cheer every time the third Same. verse is played. Agreed. I, I just w- I forever. want that to be a thing forever.
2: Mm-hmm. So to get back to Fool in the Rain, I I think that uh I completely understand having it open a show, it might not be what you're looking for, you know. Like I get that. Yeah, you, know, you hard to,
4: pass. I disagree with this.
2: I'm just saying that nope. Uh bad. I feel, you know, bad. So I feel you, like
1: people are gonna stop listening to pod because I just said this. But... <laughs> no, they're
2: gonna listen more for your hot takes. Yeah, they're so, gonna so... say, Is DMB playing full in the rain? <laughs> <laughs> but but think about it. If you're like, you know, we all picked the uh the opener when we were all together at SPAC, and you know, we are throwing out stone, pig, blah, mm-hmm. you know, you guys heard shotgun. You go into a show thinking that you're going to hear that kind of stuff. I understand why you'd be disappointed by hearing Fool in the Rain, but five plays.
4: It, yeah. Five. And is it just, <laughs> Tricia, is it just because it's a cover or is it because like you just don't know it or you don't have any sort of um, sentimental
1: attachment? I have no to sentimental it? attachment. Okay, I probably heard it like maybe once or twice before. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that so makes sense. I have no it, attachment. And that helps
4: a little. It's bit too For me to long. understand why you would pick that song. It's too long. It's not really long, though.
1: That's the point. <laughs> I like, oh, are we yeah. doing this again? I could have ended. Like,
2: now, Trisha, what is your favorite activity to do at a show during Fool in the Rain? <laughs> yeah. What are, what, can, you, can, so, you, can you take us you through the, things, the different things that you've done during Fool in the Rain?
1: I looked around in like, show. why is everybody having such a good time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Is this song over? So basically, I just complain the whole time. Pretend like I'm uh, having a good time
0: i will say it, it's a weird opener it's it's a strange opener i, I thought it was kind of strange in camden and then they did it a couple nights later in raleigh for one of the sirius xm broadcasts oh I, yeah that's right i like it as a cover i just think it's a strange song to open a show with i mm-hmm. but i i think i would feel that way about any cover it's i i want the band to open with a dave matthews man song that's because fair. i'm yeah. not a dave matthews yeah. Man that's show.
2: that's yeah, that's
1: fair. look how we found
4: the common ground. Yeah, I, I can I can get behind that. I get that.
2: <laughs> so speaking of common ground, let's review here. My pick, funny the way it is. Sean's pick, don't drink the water. Jeanette's pick, remind me. I Jimmy totally Thing. blank. Jimmy blank. Jimmy and, tra- and tr- tr- <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. I was thinking too much about sandwiches. <laughs> uh-huh. And and fool fool in the rain. So um, we want to hear from you though. What song do you think should should take a seat for a little while so other songs can come back. Maybe a future jam. We might talk about what what song we would love to hear liberated. We can take a look at the liberation Ooh. list, maybe sort of go in reverse mm-hmm. here. But we thought that this would stir up some interesting conversation. I think it definitely did. I think we've all yeah. come out with some new insight here. So so we'll be creating a social media post. Please tell us what song you think should should get the silent treatment. And remember, <laughs>
4: it's a, <laughs> remember, it's a safe space like we're not the no judgment. It's oh, yeah. An and also. Yeah. Give up, be honest, be honest. Yeah, we were honest. Right
1: be kind
4: always. No. Kind. Yep. Yeah. And if, but if any of you stay lying in our graves. No, I'm just kidding. Just
1: kidding. <laughs> just kidding.
2: <laughs> no studies for you. I mean, one kid walks 10 miles to school. Another's dropping out. I mean, how crazy oh, is that? Right. That's crazy. That's really well,
1: crazy. Maybe you got to think about that.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump into where are you going? All right. For where are you going? We don't have too much housekeeping to talk about. We've got a little bit of band news. Uh, We are eagerly awaiting the long rumored fall tour dates. We've heard some things about about that November timeline, question mark. We might be getting some more info soon. I would imagine based on previous fall tours that we would see a heavy dose of the Northeast so that Jeanette can get up to 300 Mm -hmm. shows by the end of the year. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, But we'll see, you know, hopefully we get an announcement soon. And, you know, maybe if we do, we'll go live or do some sort of emergency broadcast system uh, APB, (laughs) where, uh, you know, you just all of a sudden you're in your car and like, The ant snare hits and like, you just hear our voices.
3: voices.
2: (laughs) Um, I think
4: that once you start hearing rumors, and I think that that the rumors are starting to fly, is that when that means that dates will come shortly after. So, I, you know, let's stay tuned Let let's we're we're waiting with you. We can't wait to hear
2: another little piece of band news. We have August 26th. Jeff Coffin is releasing a new solo album, which is going to feature a couple of band members. I believe it's Buddy and Stefan, which is kind of cool. I have seen Jeff Coffin with the Flectones. I've also seen him live with three other musicians and his solo stuff is very unique. It's very interesting. It sort of has that Flectones vibe. It's not, you know, this is not like a pop album where Jeff, you know, sings and then plays saxophone. This is all like really interpretational jazz and really really cool stuff i mean he is just such a talented dude i would highly recommend that you give that a listen there have been some previous efforts where you know a band member has gone and done a solo album where other band members have been featured there were a couple of uh was it code magenta is that what it was called back in the day yeah um which was roy and carter i believe uh if i remember correctly we we know dmb for everything dmb you know produces but you know these guys are love what they do and anytime that they you know they go off and do a solo thing you can be pretty much guaranteed that it's going to really be awesome tr3 is another example you know tim uh tim solo and with his band are, are great so definitely check that out if you can so we are going to talk a little bit more about where everyone is headed. I believe that we're all done except for Jeanette on the mm-hmm. summer tour. Jeanette, you're going to The Gorge and we have one show before The Gorge, is that right? Uh, is yes, it? Lake, Lake, Lake Tahoe, Tahoe. yeah tahoe on the 30th is kind of a gorge warm-up um mm-hmm. i think they've done that in the past haven't they like they've they sure come have, back yeah. and they usually play like one or two shows just to get yeah they've done
4: like or tahoe or bend organ or you mm, know they, they've done right. something on the west then that beloved three-nighter at the gorge
2: yeah and yeah. I'm, I'm very interested to see you know we've talked about this a little bit in the past where the band is very much in the uh selection of songs that they're regularly going through are you know really Favor a two-night format where you you know you're going to get a handful of these songs, and the gorge is really the only place that you can go now to get three nights of music in a row, which I think is really cool. It should be really interesting to see what they bust out. I'm not holding my breath for anything, but you know it'll be cool to see what uh, what happens. Yeah,
1: I know we're going to talk about this probably on an episode, a full episode on the gorge. But how are you feeling, Jeanette? Oh, I'm
4: very excited. I'm just preparing, you know, making my lists, making my packing Mm -hmm. list. Cause it's a, it's a hike. It's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a long flight. Literally it's a hike. Yeah. There's a hike. Yes. This is true.
0: We're going to need a slopeability report. Jeanette.
3: Oh yeah. I can.
4: Oh, it fails. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, that's a slope, (laughs) but you know, it's also not close to an airport. It's not, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not, you know, just you get off the plane and you're there. So it, you know, it, 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 it takes some planning. It takes some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think next week we're going to discuss all that. So maybe on social media, we'll do a post about this too. If you want have any gorge questions, if it's going to be your first time I've been there quite a few times at this point, my first year going there was 2005 and I've probably been not every year, but every other year since, Amazing. So, you know, uh, I have plenty of, I've done it all I've camped. I've stayed in a condo, I've seen a lot of things there, a lot of things to do. So um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and um, maybe we'll do like a post where you guys can ask questions and maybe in our next episode, we'll discuss that. I know that the, the rest of the pod even has questions because I think only Trisha and I have been there. Sean and Matt have not made the trek yet.
2: Correct. Yeah, I definitely right. have questions. I'm very, yeah. uh, very much looking forward to this because maybe I'll think about it for next oh, year
4: maybe next year
1: <laughs> and i am not an expert i went one year and it was alternate format but i haven't been someone that has paid attention or gone to the gorge so i'm excited to talk to you next week too about the yeah gorge. sure i have
4: a lot of information to share so yeah and that'll and it'll get me super excited to go so stay tuned for that
2: one more thing that just popped into my head before we say goodbye are any of you prices right fans Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know the game where there's like the guy yeah, but... with the pickaxe going up the Yeah, uh, the, doesn't he hill.
3: yodel?
2: Yes, that's it. Yeah. So I'm picturing the Trish <laughs> slopeability scale <laughs> with the guy <laughs> yodeling up, the, up oh. the thing. You know, like that's need, that's what I want. We need so a anybody, graphic, Sean. anybody out there yeah, gra- coming Sean. to an Instagram feed <laughs> near you.
3: Yeah. We the need Trish
2: slopeability the scale is yeah, going to become I'm a real saying. thing. For summer 2023. I want every venue ranked. I want people checking in from near and far about the slopeability scale. This is going to be great. Maybe we'll even like start to sell like little like Trish figurines that you can put a, put a take pictures of Trish on the lawn and give hiking us the up. Scale. I mean,
1: this is a no. great idea, except I'm not going to try to be on the lawn unless it's West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't wait, wait for... to
0: be in a lawn anywhere next time and hear somebody randomly say wow, this, the ground is really pillowy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like pillowy grass.
2: And I can't wait to rip up uh, a lawn to a two-step like I haven't done it since the early 2000s. Yeah, that's what it, I'm was, really it was like
1: a different experience. It. Okay. <laughs> I don't know planet I was on, but I was ripping up the ground. If
2: you if you pull it off on
0: the first night of a two-night stand, Matt, then Dave will play Cry Freedom for you the next night. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's the price you pay. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs>
2: Funny the way it is how that happens. <laughs> 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 All right. And with that, All let's right. say goodbye. Uh, make sure you follow us at Pod the Jane likes on Instagram. You can follow uh you can follow the rest of the pod too. Jeanette.
4: At Jenny Sean.
2: At Barletta24. And Trisha.
1: trishdmb
2: DMB23. Hashtag slipability. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. I'm going to go make a sandwich. Bye.